There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey everyone, welcome to My Millennial Money Express. I'm Glenn James and hello if you're watching this podcast on YouTube. We film all our content now. Now, the My Millennial Money Express YouTube, it's under Glenn James. It's not under the main My Millennial Money YouTube. Now, Georgia asks, what do you do if you're in a better money situation than your partner and you're saving for a house together? And it's it can be... Uh, quite the thing to navigate money. Uh, I can't give any type of relationship advice and I and I won't try to. But I think what I would, you know, if I was in that position, what I would kind of look at is first saying to your partner, hey, I can see that I might be in a better money position. They might not know that. And I guess it, it speaks to how long you've been together. I mean, you're saving for a house together. So I would assume you've been together for more than 10 minutes. It could be just a discussion about their own intentions with money. Now, I guess better financial position, to me, it speaks to a couple of things. Number one, you could have a higher income than your partner, not a problem. Number two, you could have more savings than your partner, not a problem. Uh, Number three, you might not have any debt or less consumer debt than your partner. And I think we just really need to know you know, better money situation. Does that mean income? Does that mean my partner's in debt? They're burying their head in the sand. They don't want to get out of debt. See, I would be more worried about not being on the same page with our money before we start to go down this house road because we know one thing, our human behavior, it's really hard to change. And if your partner is in a worse financial position than you because they're an an overspender, like because there's spender, saver, and then there's overspender. Uh, and I'm a spender by nature, which is fine. And that's why I don't have any credit cards or any like buy now, pay later crap because I know I will overspend. Uh, so I think you need to have the discussion with your partner and just find out what that means. Okay. And if it means that I'm racking up all this debt and I've got no real intention of getting out of that debt, well, I think that's a bigger issue than saying, hey, I was young and I was dumb and I you know, bought a heap of crap on credit cards. I don't have the credit card anymore, so uh, I'm on the track to financial recovery, if you will. Uh, that's really cool. But if it's the other side where they're just like, bury the head in the sand, I don't care. I'm just consuming everything. I'm over-consuming. I'll just live in debt. Blah. Awesome. We At least we now know. And it would really be a question of, is this person going to change? Everyone changes. I'm a different person than I was five years ago, five minutes ago, but I think it's just good to have that discussion. Also with the savings, 
and kind of it's a bit of a spectrum. It's like that overspend, I'm in debt. It's uh, I'm just spend everything I've got. So we'll assume that you're in a better position because you've got some good savings habits. I think it's like talking with your partner. Hey, you, you're not in debt. That's cool, but you just spend everything you earn, which is putting you in a worse financial position. And we earn around the same amount of money. Maybe it is a discussion about hey do you want to start to get your money in order uh, because it will give you a better quality of life? So that's a consideration. And then finally, it could be that you earn more than your partner, you have more than your partner uh, just because you earn more and you manage your money a little bit better, you're more of a saver. That's all good. So we'll assume that this is the case where you're both working full-time, you earn more than your partner, you uh, have more in savings than your partner because you've Obviously, you've earned more for a longer period of time, which the wash-up is you're in a better financial position. So, there's no uh, bad habits from the partner. So, what do we do if we're saving for a house together? Well, if you're already living together, and and I think it depends what state you're in. I'm not a relationship specialist in terms of family law or anything like that, but I think it's around 18 months to two years of living together you're in a de facto relationship. So, if you were to split up, sure, even though the 20 grand's, or I'll just make the number up, 20 grand's in um, in your account, if you did break up, it's almost like you're getting a, a divorce because you're in a codependent financial relationship unless you've somehow tried to prove that we pay all our bills separately, we're just basically living and shagging together. Like, but you can have everything else, just not my money. If that's the relationship hey, there might be a case there if you're a family lawyer. I don't know. But I guess broad brushstrokes, if you have been living together for some period of time, it's highly likely that you are in a de facto relationship. So, in court, does that mean that his is mine and yours is theirs and it's just all the same thing, just happens to be in another account? I don't know. So, I think that's worth having in the back of your mind that if it is a long-term relationship living together – it's basically as good as married under the law-ish. Don't quote me on that. Don't at me, but whatever. Now, if we've been together a short period of time, a shorter period of time, and we are keeping our money separate until we buy the house together and then we move in together and all that, there are a couple of options. I think, sure, we both need to be on the same page with saving our money into separate accounts. So, that could be, hey, we're both going to have a a home account and we're going to put X amount into our home accounts and then when we are ready to buy the home, then we'll have some, you know, bigger, more robust discussions like, okay, are we sure we really want to be together and buy a home together and all that stuff? If the answer is yes, awesome, we throw it all in. Now, if it is a a thing where, oh, we're still not 100% sure, like we love each other and all that, but in the back of your mind, something's there, it could be that you need to get some legal advice and you both save for the home, but maybe when you purchase the home, uh, there's a different percentage split of the title ownership. Now, what that means is we'll keep it uh, simple as in if you were a spouse or couple you've been married for for a while and you're buying a house, more times than not, when you buy a house, the ownership would be in what they call a joint tenants and we'll call it 50-50. So, if one spouse died, the surviving spouse automatically gets the other half, okay? So, that's joint tenants. 
Now, there's another way that you can do this and it's called tenants in common. And what that means is if it is 50-50 tenants in common, if your partner died, that half that they own will fall part of their estate and that means you've got to then buy the estate out and if you can't, probably the property will get sold and the estate will walk away with their half of the sale and you would walk away with your half of the sale. Now, if we are going into this situation and one partner has more of the wealth in the arrangement, it might be a case that we just do a bit of a a pro rata or something that's like, and I'll make a number up, there's a $100,000 deposit. I'm bringing $70,000 into this thing you're bringing $30,000 into this thing. Let's just call it that I will own 70% of the house. And just to keep it really clean, we are going to do this tenants in common. So if you die, your estate will walk away with your percentage, be it the 30% side or the 70% side. And you just need to speak to a, a really good lawyer or conveyancer before you just go signing away and and buying a property together. So that's kind of, all that stuff would work itself out, but I really think it it speaks back to, you know, actually saying, do I want to be with this person forever? If their head's in the sand and they spend all their money, they've got no will to manage their money better. You know, that's, I think that's a bigger question. We might leave it there, uh, but it's a great question, Georgia, and you're in a really good position that you're so financially strong, but I'll just, you know, peel back the laser of the young and work out what's actually the problem and speak to a lawyer. All right, guys. Thanks so much for watching and listening. I'll see you soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorised representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services licence 451289.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.